Live from Vanadil. Limit Break Radio. With your host, and Nero, Callo, Argit Lamp, and Sale. Welcome to the next level. LimitBreakRadio.com. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Nero, and I've been meriting it up. And I'm Kahlo, who's been oh so busy in Otterkin. I'm Sale, and the next time I come back from vacation, there's a Thundaga in somebody's future. And I'm Argent Lime, and I've just been doing those besieges. You hear that? You know what that sound is? It's the sound of peace and quiet. No juxtaposition. Yes! Finally. I know, it's taken so long. Sale, you finally put him in his place. Congratulations, it needed to be done. The next time he touches anything in my office, he's going to be lucky if I lock him in his cage. (laughs) Uh. And put him in his box and have it facing a wall between (laughs) two desks so he can't get out. Yeah, he's Uh. in some seriously needed timeout right now. Oh, much needed. It's it's been overdue. Joining us this week from the Phoenix server, we have Tiger Fury. Tiger Fury, welcome to the show. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Now, Tiger Fury, this is your first time on Limit Break Radio, and we got a we got a very special show this week. Uh, something that's been very requested on the boards we have this week. Tiger Fury, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Well, I. Used to be a summoner on Phoenix. I uh, tried to quit the game a couple times and, uh, in a fit of brilliance, deleted my character. Well, the first time I was able to get him back, but uh, last time on New Year's, Tiger Fury was killed forever. Oh, that's sad. That was my second attempt to quit the game. Um, about a week later, I couldn't stay away, came back, tried some different servers, new characters, but I missed my friends on Phoenix so much that I, I remade Tiger Fury. Um, he grew a tail and, and has a chest now. <laughs> so uh, you're on your way back up to the top for the third time, huh? Yes. <laughs> wow. It's going to be a struggle yeah. again, but you know, it was most of the fun of the game, the struggle getting up there, and I'm really looking, really, really looking forward to doing all the missions again. You know, there's so much fun to be had uh, when you first start the game and when you first start getting into it. And you know, once you get to 75, it, it's it's almost like it's almost like there's a uh, now what? Well, no, it's it's almost like you feel like you're obligated to do end game or or you know whatever. There, you know, you don't have the missions that you have to do when you first start the game. So it, it sometimes it's nice to start fresh. So uh, so so Tiger Fury, I hope that uh, that you enjoy your fresh start and that the process. Uh, uh, to to get to end game again is is going to be uh, I think a fun one for you, and so uh, I, maybe this will be a good review for you uh, in case you didn't know your job well enough already. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like experiencing it over and over. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Right, exactly. Okay, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, leveling summoner at times can be a nightmare, but uh, once you hit 70 and above, it, it's so worth it. You know, summoner is one of those jobs that I know absolutely nothing about, much much like Beastmaster. So, you know, and, and when Krojnar was on, uh, I had such a great time discussing Beastmaster with him, so I'm really looking forward to learning more about summoner. Not and, as much as me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Sal, I know that uh, that you've been looking at, uh, at summoner as a main class for a while, right? 
I've been bouncing between that and Bard, but I'm leaning more and more towards Summoner every time I look at it. Well, then, uh, then this should uh, this should be a uh, a good show for you, a good uh, learning opportunity. Now, now, Kahlo, uh, I do want to address something with you. You're not able to join us in the studio this week, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if people remember last time on the show, I mentioned that I've been in a little bit of fix as far as uh, Gil goes. You know, I uh, I need my fix and red curry, so I had to uh, get hold. Of some, <laughs> I had to get hold of some old friends at the Tenshodo, and uh, they put me to work. Oh yeah, and can 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 you discuss what you've been doing? I'm uh, I'm not at too much of a liberty to say, but uh, <laughs> I am investigating some fishy business. I'll tell you that much. Some fishy business. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, get into it here, but first. We got to go through some personal updates now. I know anyone who's been on the board has known that that we've kind of taken a little bit of a break because uh, uh, the last last couple of weeks have been really really busy for all of us. So you know, personal updates might be a little lacking this week. But uh, but you know what? I'm going to go ahead and start because because uh, I, I rarely ever get to start. I, I think I said that last time I started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, I know. Poor me. Wah, mm-hmm. wah. All right. So anyway, okay, here's what I've been doing recently. Um, I have been meriting like crazy. I think I've gotten maybe 12 merit points uh, in the time that I've been able to get on. And that's only because, you know, I'll be on for, I don't know, maybe five or ten minutes and bam, get a party invite. And it's kind of hard to say no after being a dark knight for so long and waiting so long for party invites. So when you get on and, and, and you finally get one like right away, it's kind of hard to say no. So uh, that's really all I've been able to have time for. That and uh, my usual Monday night sky runs, uh, sky farming runs. Uh, did a bunch of Ulikumi, which was very vindicating to go back and finally kill him so many times. <laughs> um, but uh, but other spawns like uh, like Despot have, have been uh, really busy. And, and hard to get claim on, so uh, we've been uh, we've been doing uh, steam cleaner, uh, ulikumi, sapakna uh, when we can. So uh, that's 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 really been about it. I uh, haven't had any time for any major runs. I know that my LS did. Uh, Kieran about uh, a week ago, and to be honest, I haven't even heard how they did. I wasn't able to go, so uh, that was a little disappointing, but other than that, uh, that's that's really all I've been doing. Uh, almost maxed out my uh, critical hit rate uh, for for merits, and uh, that's that's been about it for me. Also got my Wallara turban, because I was bored at four in the morning and had nothing <laughs> else to do besides trade currency for an hour and a half. So uh, I, I got my Wallara turban, and uh, yeah, that's that's been about it. Uh, Arjit, how about you? I haven't really been leveling much at all. I've, uh, I've actually been going around helping a bunch of lower-level friends get through missions and uh, helping them with some quests and stuff. Cool. Uh, I helped... Uh, a couple of friends get their AF weapon, a samurai, and a paladin. Oh, the samurai AF weapon's a fun fight. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, also got uh, those same two people all the way through up to rank five. So now they're just about to, once they hit 50, we're going to get them through uh, the Lich fight and then the Shadow Lord fight. Yep. And then other than that, I've just been doing a lot of Besiege. Right now, it seems like I might get the second half of my level just doing Besieges. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah. What, what, what level are you currently at? Because you, you beat Matt. So are you yeah. still at 70 or are you at 71 yet? I'm 70. I'm I'm about halfway through 70 right now. Oh, so. cool. 
hey, I mean, uh, you know, besieged is one way to do it, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Another thing I did, and Cal's going to think this is uh, really funny, um, I uh, helped, or, well, tried to help Gorder get his uh, ranger, uh, his last AF piece, but we ended up dying horribly. And, that noob. Um, story time him me and some uh dragoon who had the uh the double attack rate up pole arm which does like double attack at 60 percent. i think she said wow and yeah and i couldn't keep hate off of that and then so you're referring to the uh, you're you're referring to the tiger Yes, the tiger. Oh, I we soloed tiger. that. I soloed that thing, dude. Wow. <laughs> oh, thanks, Arjun. I'm going to have a blast with this when I get back on and talk to him. Right. <laughs> he, he, didn't, he didn't mention this to me at all. Like, it's, oh, well, of course not. <laughs> Gordor is winning the uh, ranger leveling race? I, I, I wasn't uh, racing Gordor. It was actually Soul that I was racing oh, okay. for, for right. ranger. So. Well, where's his ranger at? Uh, I think still like in the dunes <laughs> yeah. somebody's winning hey where's yeah. your monk at speaking of leveling race uh still 21 where's yours two you need to hurry up though because uh i uh i I really want to start leveling monk now i might uh, even forego corsair to do monk so really yeah i'm thinking about it never do that no no (laughs) that's just about blasphemy i don't know Kahlo not leveling corsair after he's been talking about it for so long yeah what happened what happened to uh what happened to this may be the job that pulls me away from thief Nice impression. It's uh, yeah, I it's know. really dead on. <laughs> no, no, there's 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 reasons behind it. I'll uh, I'll discuss it when it gets to my turn. So yeah, Don't you worry. All right, yeah, all right, fine, whatever. It's cool. Sale. Uh, what have you been doing? I have not been busy in game, but I've been busy everywhere else. Yeah, I know that all of us have been real busy. The papers in my office just keep piling up, and the more that I get done, the more that come around, <laughs> and <laughs> I have edits to do, and things to post on the boards, yeah, mm-hmm. for some feedback. And this is your week to uh, babysit Juxta, too, so that's not really helping much. I have to babysit him? I thought the coroner was doing a very good job of that. <laughs> it is, actually. Eh, he might be lucky if I give him dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> So don't let up on him. No food, no water. Yeah, uh, no. Give him, give him bread and water. We don't want to kill him. Tempting. Yeah, very, tempting though it may tempting. be. Yeah. I'm the situation then. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's payback for him disorganizing all my papers while I was gone trying to not find to mention, my microphone. Yeah, not to mention screwing with your microphone. <laughs> Why is there a red mage hat drawn on my microphone? I don't know. Is it drawn really crappy? Somebody's not getting dinner tonight. <laughs> or uh, ever. Somebody better take over. Why for would me. he draw on a microphone? Why would anyone draw why why I kinda wanna get him in here to ask that question, but I don't want to let him out, because if we let him out then Can well, I electrocute him, please? <laughs> you can do whatever you want. <laughs> it is my weekend. It is your weekend. Uh Kahlo, uh what what have uh what have you been uh doing recently? I haven't had too much time, but the time that I have had, I've uh, I've made efficient use of. I've capped out critical hits. I'm uh, four merits away from capping out triple attack, so I've been meriting quite a bit. 
finally got my salvage shell up and running. We've had two runs so far. Uh, I don't know if you'd call them successful. You know, they 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 weren't they weren't failures in my mind. I mean, you know, we did get things accomplished. Did you get any armor drops? Uh, we haven't yet. Uh, the first time there's only twelve of us. You know, I didn't want to push us too far. I wanted to get a feel for people, so I know who I'm going to make my sack holders and whatnot. Second time we had fifteen, and we were going for an NM, but uh. Made a miscalculation on the first floor, and we wasted like 45 minutes. Uh. But, uh, but overall, we ended up getting further than the last run. And then uh, we have our third run coming up in Silver Sea Remnants, and we're going for two, maybe three NMs. And I know at least one of them has a 100% drop. Oh, cool. So, uh, so that, that's actually going pretty good. Did a KS-30 uh, the other day and got a V-Claw drop, so I guess that's pretty cool. My second in a row. Are you going to sell this one, or are you yes. going to have it crafted uh. again? Uh, well, I'm going to get it crafted. V-Claws go for about 500, and Scorpion Harnesses go for 600, and hopefully, you know, I'm, I'm praying for a uh, for a plus one, because that'll get me halfway to my 2.5 mil goal. I have uh, a certain item lined up to be bought within the next week or so. Oh, really? Within the next week or so, 2.5 mil? Yep. yep. Good luck I, with I that. some plans, yep. Yeah, it's uh, Cursed Gloves, negative one. Are... are <laughs> yes, I'm serious. I know now. Now I've been thinking about it. I know I could do a lot more with that 2.5 mil, you know. But yeah, you think about it in in in, in my mind, you know, when you're lower level, you see these level 75s, you know, and then you get up to level 75, and those same people, it seems like they're still leagues ahead of you. And really, I think the only way to really go for that that extra mile instead of just you know wishing for it and saying, oh, I'll get to it someday, I think you just got to go for it. So that's what I'm gonna try and do. Good luck with that, and uh, yeah. and and you enjoy your plus one hands, and I'll go get my Acolonius bracelets. Actually, that's uh, that's what I've been trying to farm. To uh, I, I, I've been up for the past two days. I've gotten in five palace. I'm over oh. five on him. I haven't got cool. his drops. I got the pop item. Yeah. No, no Acolonius yet, but um, Acolonius on Odin goes for two mil, and Palace goes for three hundred k. So yeah. So. Uh, so if I can get one, if I can get one of each, that's going to put me pretty close. Yeah, that will. Yeah, indeed. Well, hey, cool. Hey, I, you know, I forgot to mention that uh, that I recently did my first Nizul Isle assault. Oh, how'd that go? How'd that go? Uh, okay, let me let me put it in D and D terms. If I was rolling a D twenty, we would have rolled a three. <laughs> Better than a net one. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But uh yeah, we 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 didn't do too hot. It was kind of a pickup. Uh it was a slow night on one of our uh, sky farming runs and uh and it seemed like we just couldn't get any claim on anything. So we you know, there were I think six of us and we were just like, Well what can we do with six people that would be fun? And all of us had three <laughs> assault tags and so we decided to try uh uh Nizel Isle assault and uh and, and all I gotta say is, you know, we did we did the over you, but here's 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 my summation of it. Have a plan when you go in there. Make sure that the five other people that you go in with are knowing what they're doing. It like like knowing what the assault is about because if they don't, it, it, it you'll roll a three. And- <laughs> you want to go in with as many people who know what they're doing as possible and uh, know what you have to do. Know the objectives and know 
what the objectives are, because some of the objectives can can be pretty vague. Uh, when they say, you know, eliminate certain mob type, when you're in there, you don't necessarily know which mob type it is, but, uh, you know, just as long as you know that it's, you know, part of, you know, either uh, Pirogo, Soul Flayer, Imps, uh, it has to be one of those families. So, you know, there's a lot of little rules that you need to know about the Nizul Isle Assaults um, that, uh, that, that you, you know, you just got to make sure that everyone's on the same page and just picking it up and doing it uh, can be really difficult. So I'd recommend uh, trying to do it with, uh, with five people consistently. But uh, yeah, anyway, uh, sorry, enough of my tangent. Another quick thing on my end. Uh, first of all, I got another piece of my relic, the Assassin's Bonnet. Great piece. Um, funny story in Selvage. Best Final Fantasy XI moment ever, all right? We spawned Madame Pirogo, okay? Yeah. There were 15 of us. She used AoE Charm. 14 of us were in the radius. One unlucky white mage, who's also a moderator of LBR forums, was not. (laughs) (laughs) This moment was so priceless. Like, as we were all being charmed, before anyone even attacked her, she goes, I hate you all. (laughs) And then 14 frogs descended on her at one time. Oh, that's funny. It was so awesome. Uh, Tiger Fury, what have have you been doing recently? Well, I restarted Tiger Fury about, uh, well, it was the day after the March update, and... I've since gotten the warrior up to level 32 and unlocked ninja. I decided why not take one of the most expensive jobs up to 75 first this time. Uh, basically, I just want to try the melee side. I did a whole lot of of the magic and support jobs before, mm-hmm. so hey, something new. Uh, very cool. I'll probably end up back on summoner and red mage after that, though. <laughs> Can't stay away for too long. <laughs> Nothing like going from the back row to the front row and taking all the hate. Indeed. Okay, so uh, as we said before, uh, much requested on the boards. So let's let's talk about Summoner. We, we've had a couple other different mage jobs on here, but Summoner obviously is, is is above the rest. I remember one time we had a debate on exactly what you would call Summoner. You know, support, damage, healing. So Tiger Fury, how is Summoner different from other mage jobs? Well, it is a true mage hybrid. In in situations, they can do a little bit of everything. Um, straight up healing, uh, support, damage, a little bit of everything. And all at once, if necessary. Okay, so uh, what, what are some party tactics? I mean, let's start with, as a summoner, what do you mainly do in a party? Well, the first thing you do when you get in a party of summoners is you look at the party setup. Uh, if there's no white mage, then, then you're it. Uh, <laughs> if there is a white mage, uh, you can do more of the support, maybe lean towards some avatar damage. Um, basically back up the white mage. You're always going to be doing that, no matter what. Um, and then, this is, you know, low, mid-level. Once you get to 70+, plus, then you can really start to do straight damage, especially if you get an all-summoner party. Those work good in, in a lot of areas. Now, in some parties, and, and when some people set up parties, they actually prefer a summoner healer over a straight-up white mage. Yeah, most of the time when that happens, it's uh, when you have a ninja tanking because mm-hmm. it requires less MP to, to keep up. Uh, your blood packs can, uh, especially with Fenrir in the mid-levels, you can you know increase evasion and accuracy with one of his um, blood packs. Uh, another one of his blood packs will um, give stat increases to every stat, basically, um, depending on the moon phase, and it's the same as the other. Um, I, th- I believe it's toward full moon. It um, affects the melee stats, like your strength and dex and agility, and uh, toward the new moon, uh, you'll get a higher boost on mind, int, 
and charisma. Oh, now see, I I didn't know that, but uh, but I always love having summoners in the party, uh, especially you, you, like you said for uh, for Fenrir because uh, he, I think he gives some of the best melee buffs outside of a, of a bard. Fenrir, yeah, he does. He's the best for buffing your party like that. If you want party buffs, you're going to be better off with a bard or a corsair. But um, like I said, summoner can't fill the role. Now, uh, now, how does summoner change over the levels? Because you know when you start at level one, you know, you have this whole process of obtaining avatars and using your summoning skill is is much different than using regular magic throughout any other piece of the entire game. Well, starting off and up to level 10, the way I did it, I just had Carbuncle because I unlocked it as soon as I got to level 30. You really rely heavily on avatars until you get to a a standard party level of 10 or higher. You're going to want that summoning skill up. Now, even before the change, uh, people said it did nothing. That's that's not true at all. Like, if you level straight to level 5 and didn't worry about your summoning skill, left it sitting at 0 or 1, uh, you could send Carbuncle after, say, a decent challenge, and it'd be a fight to the finish, down to the wire, whether you know Carbuncle won or the, or the mob did, and then you'd have to finish it. Um, it was about that time I said, well, let's see what this does. So I stopped, and I sat outside Bastok for like three or four hours, capping it out for level five, mm-hmm. and then... Carbuncle would survive, you know, two to three decent challenge mobs. Just really, really affected their durability and just lasting power. It's not nearly so um, obvious at later at later levels, mm-hmm. but in the early levels, it, it really, really does pay to cap that that summoning skill. Now, uh, I have a question for these earlier levels. A lot of people tend to, you know, level 75 on a different job so they can get all the avatars before they level summoner. Now, people have told me that really there's no use in using other avatars up until level 20 because they're just not worth the MP. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? I would back that up. That is exactly true. And Carbuncle costs enough on his own. Especially before you can get the Carbuncle Mitts, which uh, cut his cost in half up to up to a maximum of four. So yeah, you're not going to want to use anything else unless you're you've got a specific skill chain picked out in one of those lower level parties that uh, one of the other avatars can open and close with their level level one blood pack. Okay, so then uh, would you then suggest those level twenty avatar battles or just going right to seventy five and getting pickup groups for the primes? Uh, there are advantages to both. Um, the level 20 fights, they're a good test of your summoning skills. And if you can do those, um, you're going to be fine when you're soloing bombs for XP when you can't find those those parties or basically kiting anything. It's, it's good good experience for that. Um, the downside to that, to doing the level 20 battles, is you know when you, when you accept those quests, you get a mini tuning fork, and they'll teleport you to those uh, cloisters so you don't have to run through the high-level areas to get there to fight them. Um, if you don't do the level 20 battles... You can hold on to those mini forks and use those as a teleport from that NPC to the cloisters at any time for the rest of your days, you know, just once a day. If you do use those mini tuning forks and do the level 20 battles, um, you can keep the fork if you want to, but it just take up inventory space because you won't be able to use it to teleport anymore. Oh, so it's, a, it's an actual item, not a key item. Right. Those are actual items. So uh, then level 20, that's when we get to start using some... Uh some some bigger hitters. What are some good avatars to use once you get into like the jungle levels? Uh, the jungle levels, if you're gonna use your damage blood packs, um, right at the beginning, I would say Ramu's um, Shock Strike. It's an AOE move. It does damage and it paralyzes. Uh, it's not really that dangerous as far as an AOE goes. If you hit something else, um, they're going to only attack Ramu, and once you release him. All the enmity's gone, and they'll just stop dead. Oh, that's good to know. Once you get, I believe it's level 30, Ifrit gets double punch. That's really good. It's really good in Promivian as well. 
Uh, it's very effective on the memory receptacle. Burning Strike also at level 23 from Ifrit. It's really good on those Magigoras. They're weak to every type of thing, and um, Ifrit really seems to be the only one, especially with his level 7. I know we're talking about the, the lower ones, but level 70, his physical one, is the only one that has magical damage mentioned in the in the description, and you can really tell on certain types of mobs he gets a bonus. Now, for anyone who, who, is, who is slightly confused as to the difference between a, a level 20 fight and a prime fight, and, and we're, look, we're going to cover avatars here in a few minutes and uh and just just stick with us just trust me we'll get to it all right now uh a big thing and obviously this happened a while ago back in the august update but it used to be that blood packs i don't know i've, I've never played summoner so i don't know that you know how, how it used to work compared to how it works now but talk to us about blood packed rage and blood packed ward all right well back in the old days everything was on a one minute timer you summon an avatar use a blood pack uh, do whatever you want with the avatar. Summon a different one. You still got to wait for that one minute to elapse before you could do any any other blood pact. Now, since the change, they've uh, separated them into blood pack rage and blood pack ward. Basically, rage are the offensive packs, like your burning strike or anything that does damage. The ward packs are your healing ones and the party buffs. Gotcha. And that's uh, it's really useful because there's a lot of times you know sometimes people want to fight. The lizards and stuff when they don't have a white mage in mid-levels where you're going to get people that get stoned and the only thing besides stone eye that will remove that is leviathan's um spring water so you're useful there and if you've just ripped off a damage pact you could have your tank standing there doing nothing but getting beat on for another minute so now you you got it down to the point where you can do one blood pack every 30 seconds correct well you can do two blood packs every minute basically you can do one blood pack that does damage and it'll be a minute before you can do another damage pack but the uh, the ward timer is a separate timer altogether. And uh, I've also heard that these blood packs do uh, do amazing things for your summoning skill now too. Yes, that would have been nice back in the day. <laughs> Can't tell you the countless hours I spent outside of Juno, just summoning over and over, we trying all, to get that skill to go up. We all see them. We all see the summoners oh, yeah. out there just yeah, always spamming outside of uh, outside of Juno. So yeah, I'll admit it. The first time I saw it, I just sat there and watched the avatars switch in and out. And I was oh like, yeah. yeah, I'm getting kind of bored of this. <laughs> I can see how they feel. Yeah, it's not much for fun but it's useful and now okay. you don't have to do it as much because you can just uh hit some and it'll go up or do a, a ward pact and you can still get a skill up from those as well and now summoning magic since they since that change they also made summoning magic where however high it is um it'll have more effect on your on your blood pack say garuda's haste guy back before the change uh the haste only lasted a minute and it costs a ton of MP. It really was not worth it. Now, as you go up in level and that, that summoning skill gets higher, it increases the length of the haste guy. Now, where I was at before I got stupid and deleted my character, uh, with my gear, I was 9 above the level 75 cap, and the haste guy would last the full 3 minutes. Wow. Oh, like it man. On the spell cast. So it was, it was really worth the MP then. That makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You haste-addicted thief. Well, the first time that I found out Garuda could do that, and I asked the summary, you know, why don't you do haste gum more? They're like, it's not worth it. And I'm like, but... They were right. But it's <laughs> haste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Now it's it's worth the cost now. All right, that's uh, that's definitely good news to hear. All right, so um, you, you start getting into the higher levels. I mean, how, how does summary start changing? I mean, is it is it still the same depending on what the party brings in? That's what you do? Or can you start branching off, doing more depending on, you know... Maybe what sub-jobs you're using. Uh, you know, you said once you get to level 70, it, it really shines. The early levels before, like level 43 or whatever white mage sub-job gives you cure 3, 
you're really going to struggle as as a healer, especially as you as you approach the levels before just before you get it, because it's hard to keep up with just cure two and cure one. Once you get that, pretty much you're going to be a, a healer your whole career party wise, and there's just no way around it. You've been shoved into that that role, and uh, nobody wants to give you a chance to do anything else, and and it's it's efficient, so you're just going to have to live with it. But as you get higher. You have the, the extra MP because the MP pool is so large that you can, while healing, use those ward packs. Or if you want to participate in a skill chain, you can do that with all that extra MP. Uh, each of the avatars have their elemental spells they can magic burst with. It's a little tricky to time it, but once you get it down, you can do some good damage. I would recommend using a, um, a direct damage pack, though, over the magical ones because they can be resisted just like any other spell. And you don't really have time to build up TP, but any TP you do have when you use a magical pack will increase the damage. Now, uh, also, blood packs can be used for both as both magic bursts and as skill chains, correct? Correct. Yeah, those are uh, pretty hard to time, too. I know, uh, personally, I used to do a lot. when On Samurai, I would skill chain with Carbuncle a lot, and I tried doing it with Shiva's uh, Axe Kick, I think it's called. Yeah. Yeah, that one was a little hard to time with, though. Um well, because yeah. you have to time by animation, don't you? Right. Well, traditionally, it's um, you know you go so many weapon skills, and in three seconds you'll you'll do your weapon skill. Right. But Avatar, the charge time is is so long. Um, you can really, if you get have to time it, around six seconds is better than than three. Good to know. That's uh, you know I've always wondered what uh, what the difference in in time is. Um, so now once you start moving into into end game territory, uh, you start doing things like uh, sky, sea. Uh, HNMs. Uh, what role does Summoner fill? Do, are you still kind of, I don't want to say pigeonholed, but are you still expected to to fill the healing position, or or does the job branch out more? It pretty much shifts completely to frontline direct damage. You're in charge of killing things, and that is that's just fun. <laughs> <laughs> so so end game is where where Summoner really pays off for those who who love using the avatars and and you know doing those great rage blood packs. Um, that's that's awesome. I, I I like hearing that the job totally shifts and you know no longer what you were doing in a, in a regular XP party. You're going to be doing on end game mobs. That's that's awesome to hear. Now what about the war? Packs. Are you still using those, or are you only doing frontline damage? In most cases, uh, you will do just just the damage. Now, if you're short on summoners, or if they've put you in a black mage party, uh, you can use some of Diablos's packs to uh, help your black mages get get killed. Because <laughs> <laughs> let's face it, they're trying to do as much damage as they can, and uh, you can increase that so they get themselves killed faster. Nothing makes a black mage happier than, than killing Excuse it. me. <laughs> I like living, thank you. Oh, I didn't game it'll all change. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you start seeing those numbers, you're just going to be more concerned about the numbers than you are your health bar. Exactly. In comparison, how does your uh, how does your damage usually uh, stack up to some of the black mages' damage? Well, if they are trying to stay alive um, over time, you'll catch them. But as far as actual burst damage, it's going to be hard to beat a black mage. Yeah. Uh, I think the same can be said for almost any other job in the game. There's there's no job in the game that can keep up with Black Mage as far as damage is concerned. The that real advantage... <laughs> <laughs> the real advantage to throwing summoners at stuff is as soon as they release that avatar, all the hate from that blood pack is gone. I mean, yeah, a tiny bit stays on you, but not enough to, to really be noticeable. Not enough to be concerned about. 
Right. You take it out to be stand there, not provoking, not doing anything to build up more hate, and you rip off about 15 blood packs before you're going to yank a provoke off of them. Now, I know that we, we went through, uh, you know, covering the levels really fast, and, and, and you know, I've got to apologize. I know that there's, that there's probably something in there that we're missing, but uh, a, a, a really big part of Summoner, and, and I want to say that the main part I don't understand is the avatars. You, you said something about a level 20 cap fight and then the prime fights. Now, how many different fights are there? Are there only those two or are there more? Uh, there are there are actually more now. They've recently added and then I didn't get a chance to take part in it. They are super strong avatars where you can take a full alliance in there and they have all kinds of uh, elementals there with them and you'll beat them. And if you beat all the, those avatars, you know, at that level with the, the full alliances, you get to fight Carbuncle mm-hmm. or something, then you can get some really uh, some really sick weapons with them. Yeah, the quest he's talking about is Waking the Beast. Um, I've, I've heard some nasty, nasty things about this, and uh, it does give out some great weapons. The only downside to those weapons, um, I know some of them at least, only get their full effect when that avatar is summoned by a yeah. member. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's... Uh, none of the weapons I would want personally, they just, uh, you know, the stuff you have to go through to get them just doesn't stack up to me. But uh, here's what the final battle is, okay? One Carbuncle Prime will appear and will stay there until he hits 75 HP, at which point he'll disappear. In its place, a random Avatar Prime will appear. When it's dead, Carbuncle reappears. You gotta get Carbuncle back down to 50% and he'll disappear. Then two random Avatars that, you, that have not appeared before will appear. When they're wow. dead, Carbuncle comes back. Take him down to 25%, he disappears. Now three Avatar Primes will appear. Carbuncle comes back. This time, though, there are going to be five Carbuncle Primes, all at 25% HP each. Defeat them, and then the battle's finally won. Wow. That's incredible. That, that just That's an endurance fight right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and the thing is, too, it's not like the other battles where, you know, you finish this, okay, now I'm going to go back and get an item. Sometimes the avatars will randomly drop the the weapons in the battle. So if they don't drop anything, you're out of luck. Ooh. Ouch. Okay, so now there's there's the level 20 battles and and the prime battles. Now what's uh, what's the difference between the two? Okay, the level 20 fights are just you and Carbuncle against whatever avatar you go in there. Now if you've beaten an avatar before and haven't, when you're in these level 20 fights, the only one you can summon is Carbuncle. Ah, okay. So, and, and that's only available if you're level 20 summoner, right? You can do them at any level if you have those those mini pitchforks to get into the fight. You would just be capped out when you get in there. Okay. Now, the the purpose of these battles are to gain the avatars, correct? Right. Now, originally, when summoner was first released, or when the avatars were first released, the level 75 fight, or the uncapped prom fights, full party, were the only way to get them. Uh, about the time I started the game in March of 03, well, PS2 release here, was about that time they added the level 20 battles. So you can uh, you can effectively do either the level 20 battles or the, the prime fight and still gain the avatar and be able to use it in the same capacity that you would no matter which fight you use, right? Right. Okay. Now I have a question. Now, doing the level 20 battles, you can get the avatar. Do you also have the choice at the other items that you do when you do the, uh, the prime fights? No, those are uh, prime fight only items. So when you defeat the prime, what you're going to do is you're, you're going to get a key item known as a whisper, and you take that back to the NPC and you get a choice of various different rewards. That's right. Now one of the rewards, and you're going to want to fight all the avatars if you're going to be a summoner, um, I'd say 
Well, at least twice. Well, three times. Once to get them all. Uh, the second time to get those whispers that you trade in for a moon bauble so you can fight Fenrir to get him. And then you're going to want to fight them all again, plus Fenrir again, to get the items for your uh, summoner's ring. I think that's what it's called. Evoker's uh, ring. There it is. Evoker's ring. Yeah, they're at level 71. That's just... Uh, you, you want that. Okay, so why don't we then... Uh go over each of the avatars, uh, you know, strengths, weaknesses, and, uh, you know, if they require any sort of special tactic, too, to beat them, and uh, cover those a little bit, too, for people who are looking to maybe go after the avatars. First, you start with Carbuncle. He's your best friend. It doesn't get any better than that, no matter what level you are. Wherever you are, except C, because that that would be stupid, uh, you summon Carbuncle, <laughs> and, uh, and he will uh, take any, any hate off of you. You're very, very fragile without your avatars, but he will jump in front of everything for you. I, I gotta ask now, why not C? One of the mobs in C, the ones you see the most of, the little dolphin-looking things, the HP meds, we call them Humpties, uh-huh. they uh, they'll just start following you. Well, Carbuncle will see that as, hey, they're about to attack, so he'll jump on them, and then you got to fight them. <laughs> okay, so Carbuncle, your best friend. Now, he's, uh, he's mainly a healing, uh, buffing uh, avatar, right? Correct. And he can also he can take a whole lot of damage. Like, I remember one time in, in Dynamis, things got out of hand, and somehow an avatar got off an astral flow, and Ooh. it did. It killed pretty much everybody in range except Carbuncle. He took a thousand damage and he still had some life left. Wow! So he, he's um, he's super strong. Also, any summoner mobs you are fighting, if he summons Carbuncle on you, it's really going to hurt uh, more so than any other. That that I guess it's not as much light resistance gear in the game or something, but uh, you get hurt bad. Like when Kieran summons Carbuncle, that's everybody's going down. Oof. <laughs> yeah, and, and actually, too, uh, this is something uh, that I want to say. You know, just, just kind of a, a cool little story thing, but Carbuncle is actually one of the terrestrial avatars, which are, uh, there's five of them, you know, five powerful gods born of Vanadil to each of the mother crystals, and Carbuncle is actually one of them. So, uh, I, you know, I thought that's pretty cool that, that, that you actually get to, you know, command one of the one of the big guys, so to say. Yeah, and they've now given us three of those, actually. Three mm-hmm. of the five, and we've seen... Well, it's a COP spoiler. You see another one. And the fifth one, um, you know, I can't remember what that one is. Oh, oh they're, they're, they're both out there, so uh, be on the look okay. for them. But uh, <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, which would you say, uh, you know, uh, let's take it from the level 20 point of view, if, you, you know, if you're going out to solo all of them, which avatar should you go after first? That's really personal preference, whatever your favorite is. I mean, none of them are going to give you an advantage in, in the later 20 fights, because you can only summon Carbuncle. I think maybe the easiest one, probably Titan. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that Titan is uh, is pretty slow and uh, and and relatively easy as far as the uh, the Avatar fights go. I know that that's what Elmer was saying when he was on. I've heard many, many, many stories that Shiva is one of the hardest out there. Yes. For some odd reason, she will kill you over and over again. So, uh, with with Titan, is there a specific tactic, or is it just, you know, Carbuncle go and, and you know, let's see who, who goes down first? Well, the level 20 fights are all very similar, and the tactic works for all of them. If you summon Carbuncle, you run to the top, uh, you assault the Avatar, and then you run away. Uh, get just out of, just to the range where only, if you get far enough away, you can't see Carbuncle's HP. Uh, you want to step in right at the edge of that so that you can see when he dies so you can resummon immediately. Are you going to want to do that a couple times just to start working on the avatar's overall HP? And then you're going to 
hit your astral flow, and you're going to do searing light, and then you're going to run away, and then when Carbuncle dies, you'll resummon, and about the time the Avatar gets there, your next searing light will be ready. Now, you're going to need ethers, and you're going to need... Um, your Gudo drinks are the best, because they restore the most MP over time. You're going to have to have that, that coming in, so that you'll have enough MP to get off the searing light. Now, the Astral Flow Packs are different from the others, because there's no real set amount of MP you have to have. The amount of MP you have to have for those to be successful to cast is two times your level. So at level 20, you have to have 40 MP when you command the Blood Pact, or it's not going to fire. Huh. Interesting. I, I always wondered how, like, uh, uh, summoners could do multiple Blood Packs, because I knew that when you activate Astro Flow, you know, it stayed activated for a certain amount of time, and then when they would use it once, you know, MP would leave. So I, didn't, I never really understood, you know, until now why, you know, like in Pramavians or like, you know, summoners get off, you know, two blood packs or, or whatever it was. So uh, it's good to know. Another side effect of that Astral Flow ability, while it's active, Avatar Perpetuation drops to zero. So at level 25 up, you're always going to have that one MP a tick coming back from your natural auto refresh. Oh, all right, nice. Most of the level 20 fights uh, seem to be uh, uh, pretty, you know, pretty similar, pretty straightforward. So uh, why don't we why don't we talk about each of the avatars in each of the prime fights and uh, and what's involved? So uh, why don't we start at uh, at Ifrit? What's the Ifrit prime battle like? Well, if you're all level 75, if you're taking a full party. Really, the hardest part's getting there because you have to run through the cauldron. Uh, bomb aggro everywhere, sight and sound from some of the other mobs there. Uh, once you get to him, though, uh, basically you can you can straight up tank him. Just have your healers stand out of range of the astral flow blood pact. Um, he's going to do some damage. His blood packs hurt a whole lot, but if you keep it on him, try to keep up your bar spells because they really do help a lot. Now it seems always if you have a six-person party, uh, just all the times I went, it seemed like every time somebody's <laughs> Resistance would fail and they'd get destroyed by the astral flow and dropped in. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember me and my friends, we went around and did one round, and it seemed like, uh, well, three of the six, I was the one that, that had the uh, the failure and <laughs> the resistance and dropped in. Oh, so, ouch. Hey, it's what race three's for. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I remember Garuda hitting me with her astral flow for like. 10 damage, and then Shiva hit me for like 4k with her astral flow. It so. is. Oh, wow. Completely random, but it's oh, devastating yeah. when it gets through. Uh, they're all the avatars, you know, if it included, very, very resistant to physical damage. You're always going to do less damage on an avatar than you would on a normal mob that level. Pretty much keep your bar spells up and you're good to go. And that's any of them, not just, not just the one. So, so Ifrit can be tanked with either a ninja or a paladin then? Right. Okay, cool. Uh, also, s- some of the items, you know, obviously if you're not a summer that, that you might want to look into is uh, each each avatar has a belt, a ring, and a weapon that you can get from them. And uh, each one, the uh, the belt and the ring, is only has a latent effect that's only active on that day. For example, from Ifrit, you can get a fire belt, and on Fire's Day, you get strength plus 3, and the ring gives you attack and ranged attack plus 15 on Fire's Day. There's not really any of them that I see that I would use, because, I mean, you know, it's one day, and other than that, it's taking up inventory space. Yeah. But uh, the one thing that you do see a lot of people using is the weapons. For example, you know, Ifrit's Blade has strength plus 3, attack plus 10, and then additional effect, fire damage. That are on 65, that's uh, Blue Mage. Really good for Blue Mage, yeah. All right, so uh, that's Ifrit. What's, uh, which one's next on the list? Uh, Shiva. Ooh, yeah. Oh, Shiva. So, uh, tough fight here with, uh, with Shiva. Uh, what, what's the strategy going in here? Basically getting through, um, oh, what's that place called? 
Feyen is is the toughest part again if you're level 75. Um, again, keep your bar spell up. Keep your mages away. Just try hard to kill as fast as you can. If you have a black mage, tell them to hold back until after the astral flows. Usually at at 50% that they'll let that one go, and um, and then bomb them with the element that they're weak to. Now, uh, uh, I know with Diablos, if you try and fight Diablos on Dark Day, it's usually a bad, bad idea. How much more buffed are the normal avatars on their Elemental Day? Uh, you can definitely tell a difference. Uh, they have Perpetual End Spell as well, so you're going to watch out for that. You're always going to take some damage with, with the, the bar spells help with that as well. If you can avoid it, don't fight them on their day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, it's that a, should go without saying. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's the one thing that I've heard about uh, about summoner is you don't want to fight any avatar on their elemental day. Um, now, Titan, another uh, you know, an easy one, real slow. Uh, are, are we talking about the same thing? Just going in there, keeping bar spells up, and uh, just try to take them down. You really are, and most of the avatars are the same. The only really different ones are Garuda and Leviathan and the only thing that makes them, them any different are their healing packs because they will use those and if they get caught in a loop or they want to do that over and over, well, you're going to be fighting a while. That doesn't seem fair. Yeah, I remember uh, going into Garuda, she healed herself three or four times right in a row, so... Another thing about the avatars, they're resistant, almost completely immune to enfeebles. Like, sometimes you can get slow to land on Ramu. Very rarely, gravity will land on Titan, stuff like that. But you're really just standing there tanking them. So even if they're the the uh, if you're using the opposite element of them, yeah, they're they're highly resistant to it. Those oh. the opposite element spells are the only ones that even have a chance of landing. Really. In other words, red mages get to have even more of a headache. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you nuke if you're a red mage. Chain spell nuke them if you feel like it. <laughs> Juxta chain spell dia. <laughs> <laughs> For any of these battles, are there any specific requirements that you have to meet before getting the quests? Uh, they're all fame, fame-based. I believe it's level four for each of them, for whatever city it is. The hardest one to get fame for is Leviathan because that's Nordic fame, and there's limited ways to raise that. But um, you know, if you can get all your ninja scrolls, then you can you can fight the avatar. Good to know. Um, actually, what it is, if uh, if the quest starts in a main city, such as Winder, Spastok, or Sandaria, you need uh, Reputation Level 6. Places like Rabao or uh, Kazam or Norg, those are only Level 4. Well, it's a good thing it's only Level 4. Yeah, no kidding. It'll be there yeah. forever. So, um, uh, let's talk about one of the other uh, bigger ones, then. Diablos. Uh, he's, he's one that I haven't had the pleasure of doing yet. Uh, I think I, I just got his quest, but... Um, I, I actually hear that he's easier fighting the Prime than he is when you do the Cap, BCNM, and COP. I would disagree. I think the COP fight was much easier. Uh, the Prime fight for Diablos, you talk about Dark Day being a bad day, every day's a bad day to fight Diablos. <laughs> <laughs> Try going in on Light Day, then. That can't help. You probably want a White Mage. Um, I know a lot of people do the, the Black Mage burn. That works. Uh, I went in with the standard party setup, and somehow we won. It was it was bad. I mean, we t- it took three or four times. Wow. Uh, summoners, if you're trying to do an all-summoner party, um, it's not going to work. You will die. Because Nightmare is... <laughs> It lives up to the name. Oh. oh, I hate Nightmare. Sleep with that with that bio effect, and yeah. damage is the only thing that wakes you up, but the bio doesn't count as the damage, correct? 
That's correct. You'll still be asleep. The only reason we won is because our white mage somehow resisted it, and he got off benediction just in time. Oh, wow. So it, it was blind luck the time we did win. Mm-hmm. But And these these are skilled people, too. This I mean, this was my H&M shell at the time. We'd been fighting together for about eight months. And wow. it was all we could do. All right. So then uh, moving on to the big dog then, Fenrir. You uh, you got to complete quite a bit to, to, to be able to take a swing at him. Yes, indeed. You have to beat all the other avatars and get their whispers. And then you trade them to the NPC in Windurst. And he will give you something called a moon bauble. And then you'll trade that to the full moon fountain and then you'll get into the battlefield to fight Fenrir and that's not easy either the strategy that's that's most prevalent and the one I used the most times that I fought him were you know four summoners can take him down what you'll do is everybody will go in there buff up your your stone skin and your blink and everybody summons Leviathan because Leviathan is the most accurate so one summoner would run up and uh, draw initial aggro command the the, uh, spinning dive then everybody else would run in and send theirs in and everybody runes back as soon as your Leviathan dies, you resummon and go get him again. Uh, it'll take three or four blood packs from all summoners present to bring him down. Uh, you're going to use Astral Flow, but you're not going to use the Astral Flow blood pack. You're doing it to conserve MP because you don't have the perpetuation cost while Astral Flow is active, and that really helps because you use a whole lot of MP for those blood packs. Now, to traditional party setup, uh, I'm going to recommend a Ninja Tank if you're going to stand there and take it. Uh, two are even better because he hits hard, he hits fast. And he's very, very accurate. And he likes to use his blood pack that reduces your evasion. And it's, it's a nightmare. When I did it with a regular party, uh, did not have a ninja. We had a paladin with red legs, fortunately, and she was able to kite it around. And our dark knight died two or three times during the fight. Black mage died twice. I, I went red mage to that fight. Um, I died a couple times after gravity and, and bind stopped sticking. Basically, it was it was luck. Oh man, that just sounds like such a brutal fight. It is. It's it's fun though. It's fun though. It, you really feel like you accomplished something when you beat Fenrir. Oh, and I can imagine. And then using him for the first time is uh, is probably really vindicating. That's great. That first time you summon him and he appears beside you and howls. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I can imagine. I I love all of the avatars when they're summoned and how they you know how they come onto the play field and uh, it's just so cinematic and it's it's really cool because they do that with every other uh, summons and every other Final Fantasy game and they 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 gave it a flourish on uh, on eleven as well. So, uh, so you guys I, remember how cool Fenrir was the first time you seen him like in the crawler's nest or walking out in Saruta Baruta? Oh yeah, because yeah, oh, I can man. I can remember when they released him and then the first time I. Saw saw him out uh, I, I think I was actually outside uh, uh, Juno and there was just someone who was trying to, to, to raise their summoning skill and uh, just going through and the first time you know the first time I saw him first time I saw Diabolos too was was a really cool uh, was a really cool moment because uh, I mean Diabolos is so huge yeah, <laughs> he's, I mean, he's like yeah he's one of the biggest avatars like oh man and summoner just there's there just seems to be a lot of different aspects to the job and uh, and almost i mean it just seems like so much hassle to get you know like everything you need all of the summons all of the avatars uh, it's uh, there's there's so much that's that's involved and uh, and i really have to hand it to you tiger fury and all the summoners out there uh you guys really have uh, work cut out for you yeah absolutely now with summoner you guys get some some really key and unique pieces of gear 
that help with uh, MP conservation, specifically being able to keep avatars out for longer. Uh, you want to you want to just touch on some of those uh, real key pieces of gear that you're going to want to look at getting for Summoner. Absolutely. Uh, the first piece, the lowest level, and it's also one of the hardest ones to get, are the carbuncle mitts. Uh, they drop off a high level NM in Temple of Ugalepa. It's really a beast of a fight. To get the pop item, you have to go through the den of Ranker oh. behind, behind the outpost in the second jungle. And you come up in there and the pop item, I forget what it's called, to be honest. But it only spawns once every two hours after it's been picked up. Uh, it's two hours before it appears again. And wow. you have to run through rooms with uh, high-level tonberries. And there's an NM back there, this true sight. And there's also you know, some flying pots. You have to drop invisible to get in the doors to check the rooms. It's, it's a nightmare just to get it. And then to get to the fight, it's on the very top level. You have to get a key that's a really, really hard drop item to get just to open the door to get back there. And once you're back there, you have to clear uh, tonberries and doll mobs also that spawn close enough to where you pop the NM to aggro magic. Man, that is... Oh. A- <laughs> That's just amazingly involved. Right, and that's just part of it. Once you summon him, or once you trade the pop item, the NM appears and immediately hits you with Searing Light from Carbuncle. Every 60 seconds, you get Astroflowed again. Oh, man. So you're going to need Stone Skin up, Blink, reapply it. You're going to need healers. Uh, Basically, you're not going to be able to survive as a level 20 there. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. shots left and right. (laughs) Wow. So, uh, I don't know, what what level do uh, do summoners usually get their Carby Mets? Well, when I got mine, I was a level 27 summoner, but that was only because I had level 68 Red Mage and was able to go get my pop item and Ah, uh, get a group of people to to go with me. So it's a really good idea that I'm leveling Black Mage first. (laughs) Very good idea. (laughs) But but Carby Mets, I mean, they're not a necessary piece of equipment, you know, to to have if you're a summoner. They're nice to have, and obviously, you know, there's so much involved in getting them that uh, it can be a, a real big bear. But uh, I mean, would you say that they're that they're necessary, uh, or or that you know just get them when you can? Uh, get them when you can. At those low levels, it's not really necessary. They will help big time because the perpetuation cost is cut in half, basically with those mitts. You're gonna want them as soon as you can get them, but uh, you can go without them because they only affect Carbuncle, and you have those other avatars. And once you start partying. Uh, it's going to be rare that you leave an avatar out. Now, if you're just running city to city or soloing, you're going to want those mitts. The next really good pieces are the level 50 gear, the store gear, and um, we call it the hobo suit. The ah, hat. yes, the hobo suit. I, now I know what you're talking about. Really, I would only recommend the, the hat and the jacket. They're worth getting to lower uh, blood pack timer and perpetuation costs like that. Uh, the gloves... The boots and the legs. Yeah, get them if you want to, but those are going to be replaced with your artifact gear. And the artifact gear is really the only set of gear besides the hobo suit that, that affect avatars directly. So you're going to want to wear that as much as possible. Now the, the Evoker's doublet, which is the AF body, not only is it a pain to get, it's not very useful. It lowers avatar enmity. What that means is, you know, if, if you're soloing, you want the hate to be on your avatar. Right, yeah. Now, if you're soloing bombs in your AF, you're asking to die because you have to keep resummoning Carbuncle to do it, uh, you know, as he dies and you run away to mm-hmm. go, go and attack again. Now, with that negative enmity on the avatar, they're getting less and less hate for everything they do. So eventually that bomb's going to come after you. 
you want it, as little avatar enmity down as you can find, which that AF body is really one of the few pieces that has that. Yeah. So you want to stay away from it. Um, so basically you're going to be hobo on top, hobo in the middle, and then AF... Well, All uh, around. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, now, uh, another another good piece of gear that I hear a lot about, and I actually have had the pleasure of camping, I think, twice, is the uh, the yin-yang robe. That thing is incredible. If you can get it, get it. It's, it's so worth it. It's worth the time camping. Me and another summoner in, in main game link shell, he'd been out there, the day we started camping, he'd been out there 10 hours because he had no idea what the pop time was. And uh, we saw it claimed that day and got got the the time of death. And the thing is, that thing pops every 21 hours and 10 minutes. So basically, 21 hours after it's died, within that next 10 minutes, it's gonna it's gonna spawn again. Now the thing about this, the only way to track it or to find it is uh, stand there like a dummy just casted magic in a high magic aggro area to make it come after you, or <laughs> or use have somebody sub ranger or beastmaster our main job so they can use a wide scan to track it now the mob's invisible it runs pretty fast around the uh, the second and third arc and pretty much you have to cast really close to it to get it to become visible and attackable wild that's or I mean, uh, you want to talk you about have to a, be suicidal just to get the thing out you want to yeah. talk about a weird uh you know weird spawn pattern there you go right there uh, just one more quick thing if you're going to be a summoner get those elemental staves oh yeah yeah get the yeah mm-hmm all right. Well, uh, a great overview of uh, of Summoner and uh, and a lot to be learned. And and I'm sure that uh, you know that if I actually started leveling Summoner, that there would be even more to learn. But uh, it's just so daunting and and so huge. Um, taking a look at uh, taking a look at emails this week. This one coming from uh, Matsuo of the Sylph server says hello, LBR and Juxtaru. Yeah. Yeah, no Juxtaru today. Haha. Uh, I just Bad timing. Yeah, I just bought uh, FFXI for the Xbox 360 about five or six days ago, and just hit level 30 warrior and 18 monk. Now that is impressive. Um, I have uh, listened to all your episodes. I'd like to say thank you. Your show has helped me progress a lot. Well, you're welcome, Matsuo. Uh, I, I'm, I'm glad you've been enjoying the show. He does have a few questions for us, though. Uh, first of all, we touched on this a little bit on an earlier episode, but how do you obtain Gil at an early level? With him just hitting level 30, he's just past the 20k point, and some weapons are at the you know the 60k area, and so he was wondering how, uh, how we afford uh, the equipment... Uh, when you start playing, sell everything. Yeah, that's 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 one strategy. Uh, but farming. But, yeah, yeah. There's there is farming. But uh, but honestly, you know, as you're going through the levels and leveling one to seventy five, you don't need the best gear. You don't have to have you know plus ones. You don't have to have all of the buffs on the on the gear. And you know, it's nice to have. It yeah, really nice to is, have, but not completely necessary because you can still do your job in your own party with standard equipment. Absolutely, especially considering that that you know sixty k sword you might want in two levels, you're going to replace it with a five k sword so right yep exactly so be sure to plan ahead i know sale you're really big on planning ahead as far as what spells what gear you need uh i always make sure that i buy spells that are like 10 levels ahead of where i am um unless i plan on stopping a job somewhere mm -hmm. 
Um, with gear, I try and find what's best overall instead of just going with, ooh, these have the biggest numbers. Let's right. Go with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's what you can afford and and what you can equip. What has the best longevity? Right, exactly. You know, what you can use for the longest. There's a lot of different things that, you know, that play into gear selection. And even even if you get a piece of gear that does nothing for you, has no benefit to you. I know that I wore, oh man, when I started leveling, uh, when, I ver- when I first started, uh, the, you know, the game, all my gear was totally mismatched and and I was I was buffing the wrong things and uh I mean there's you know there's there's this infamous story about uh, uh about about Kahlo and a recommendation that he oh, gave to me stop it I'm not going to tell I'm not, I'm not no I'm not going to tell I'm not going to get into it but it, you know what know what you want and and if you can afford it you can afford it and if not don't worry about it and only really it only becomes a huge deal at 75 because then you're not going anywhere exactly you, right you have all the time in the world to get the best stuff and there's more stuff you can do at level 75 to make gil yeah, yeah. that too that too and uh and you know making gil is is something that is pretty difficult in the beginning uh portions of the game and i was tearing my hair out with farming the chips oh, over I know. and over it can, and over it can really be a bear and uh you know what those people that uh that'll say that you're not you know you're not doing it right or you need to have this piece of gear at level 35 don't listen it's fine just just do do what you want to do uh the second question is whatever happened to wally don't get me wrong i love juxta (laughs) even though he may be a taru but he's still hilarious uh i find that whenever he opens his mouth everyone starts laughing uh usually because we're laughing at him uh but anyways it's nothing to do with the taru part it's everything to do with the juxta part yeah exactly (laughs) and uh and you said the last time we heard from wally was uh when i when i happened to get those uh pictures of him when he was uh using the restroom well see here's what happened i know that we uh, thanks annie those were months of counseling just out the window oh i know right at one moment (laughs) (laughs) here's here's what happened Uh, you know there was there was that little uh you know that little tiff between wally and i and uh as a result uh we we have you know uh, obviously we have more than one intern here and uh usually we'll have an intern in the studio and an intern up at the uh office doing uh you know doing uh, the paperwork and and all that kind of sorting and yeah and so uh so as a result of of wally throwing such a temper tantrum we've uh we've moved him upstairs and brought juxta down but but obviously, that wasn't exactly the greatest decision in the world. I also like to to point out too that that people who think that Juxta has bad people skills, I've been out with Wally, and <laughs> it, it's a whole nother ball game. Here's here's why we can't let Wally back down here is because when Juxta came down and set precedence by running his friggin' mouth all over the show, Wally's going to want to do the same thing, and when Wally talks. It's a liability. <laughs> Sailors have nothing on him. Oh man, yeah. Uh, so, so therefore, Wally being a liability, we we don't let him in here. So, uh, so that's what happened to Wally. In case, uh, in case you know you were wondering. But uh, thank you, Matsuo, uh, from the Sil server for that email. Wally is still a great guy, by the way. Yes, Wally is a great guy. We, you know, we give him crap, but uh, but we, we love him. I'd say we love our interns, but there's a certain one that's just kinda on my list right now. <laughs> yeah, I can uh I can only imagine why. 
Alright, uh, next also we have our Adventure of the Week, which comes from Ailey from the Pandemonium server, and this is actually a double nomination. This nomination is for Enolia and Kitsi. The nominator writes in, I'd come back to Final Fantasy XI on a sort of last chance to try and really just enjoy the game again after several failed past attempts that ended with frustration and cancelled content IDs. This time around, though, I had the good fortune of getting into a party with two characters by the names of Enolia and Kitsumi. The party went very smoothly, and I was invited back to XP with them in future parties, as an LOL Dragoon, no less. <laughs> Since that time, Analia and Kitsi both have proven time and again that they are willing to do whatever and go wherever to help others out, sometimes without any advance notice. I've literally mentioned needing to do something in conversation, and Analia would respond, Okay, let's do it, and we're off. Some recent examples, they ran me through all of rank 5 in one straight shot, including the Shadow Lord fight. Wow. It helped me get my full RSE set in one afternoon, and the RSE period for Mithra was in Chakrami, which, uh, mm. from my personal experience, is definitely the worst. Ouch. They've helped me through all of G1 and G2, and they've already asked me if I was ready to start G3 yet. They very recently helped me by getting me through the first five ZMs, something I've been looking forward to doing, and I hadn't even asked them about this. They came to me first, asking if I've done ZMs yet, to which I replied no, and they said, okay, let's get them started, and off we went. So uh, that, that's definitely a lot from uh, just two two little people. Yeah, no kidding. So uh, there you have it. Uh, two little people, two very big hearts. Yep. Uh, Limit Break Radio's uh, uh, Adventurers of the Week, Analia and Kitsy from uh, Pandemonium. And uh, thank you to uh, to Eileen for sending that in. Now, uh, uh, before we go, real quick... Very small announcement coming out of Play Online. Uh, the next version update for Final Fantasy XI is scheduled to take place in early June. Players can look forward to a new large-scale battle system as well as additional assault missions, otter gown missions, quests, monsters, merit point abilities. Merit point abilities, that's Ooh. awesome! Oh, merit I didn't even notice that when I read it. Merit point abilities and more. Keep an eye on topics for the latest details. Now, my initial guess at the merit point abilities is finally Corsair, Blue Mage, and Puppet Master are getting some merit two abilities. So uh, oh, that's, that's true. I'm not that's that's something anymore. to you know. Hey, well, you know what? Hey, uh, Corsair. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So shut up. Anyway, on <laughs> uh, on to the last last thing we got today. Okay, so we're starting a new segment here at uh, at Limit Break Radio. We've set up a voicemail box on Skype. All you got to do, this is real easy. All you got to do is call Limit Break Radio. That's the username, Limit Break Radio. Call that username and you will be transferred to our voicemail servers. And uh, feel free to leave us voicemail about whatever you want. Say whatever you want. We've had this open for a couple of days. You know, we don't even know what to call this segment yet. So uh, so I'm, what I'm thinking is we're going to let the community decide what the segment should be called. Just letting a voicemail box be open out there, and you guys get 10 minutes. That's the only restriction that you have, that it has to be 10 minutes. At the most. Yeah, at the most. And just talk about whatever you want. So uh, we've gotten a couple uh, over the last couple of days that we've had this open. And uh, I want to want to play a couple. Check it out. Uh, we're going to have a news post, and uh, and there's probably going to be some voting system for uh, for the name. And, uh, and make sure to check out the website www.limitbreakradio.com for more details. But anyway, uh, I want to play a couple of voicemails that we've gotten recently. The first one from Frice, uh, uh, the second one from uh, Dashknocker, giving some really good advice from Dashknocker, and uh, and and the last one by Cellsword. Hello, everyone of Limit Break Radio. This is Frice from the Carbuncle Server inviting everybody, including our hosts and interns, that 
includes Juxta for some reason, to join us on a little conference call that we've begun doing through Skype just about every night of the week. If you want more information, just give me a shout on the forums. I'm Fryce Carbuncle on the forums. Or if you want to get in touch with me directly through Skype, my name is Fryce Carb, obviously from Carbuncle. And we look forward to hearing from you. We've been doing it for a few nights already. We've even had Argent and Jux to join us. And I really look forward to hearing from just about anyone on Hi, guys. Well, this is Dash Knocker of Ferry. And I've got a little tip for any job that can at least halfway use a crossbow. Mainly rangers and thieves. The warriors and dark knights can do this too. But first, I've got a little question for you. What's the first job that gets any sort of dispel? If you just answered red mage, you're wrong. In fact, any job that can use an acid bolt is the first. Acid bolts are a level 15 bolt, and they will dispel defense boost, like everybody's favorite scissor guard from crabs or cocoon from crawlers. Having an acid bolt activate on the mob while it has a, any defense boost up will not only dispel the effect, but give the mob the normal defense down from the bolt. However, this works in reverse too. If a mob uses a defense up while the effect of the acid bolt is active, the bolt's effect is dispelled and the defense up acts as normal. Now, I'm not sure if all versions of defense boost are dispelled, but a good majority of them are. Also, with this reasoning that defense down will take away any defense up, then this may also work with accuracy down and evasion down and things like that, in which case, Blue Mage is actually the first dispeller. They get sand spin at level one, but no one cares about mobs getting accuracy up. In fact, the only mob family I can think of off the top of my head that gives accuracy up is the mom little jaw. So, uh, way to be on the ball, blue mages. Well, anyway, that's my tip for who's really the first dispeller. Keep up the great work, as always. You guys are rocking the house. Uh, okay, bye. Hey there, this is Cellsword of Texas Server. I have a question for Argelan. You, as a paladin, has or have thought about using clubs. The weapon skill Moonlight will be quite versatile in XP parties, restoring the party's MP and such. Could be interesting. Also, people of Cape Sith, send me a tell in-game and don't forget to ask for your Limit Break Radio Link Pearl. Keep it up, guys. Cellsword out. Okay, uh, just uh, real quick to uh, to address Sellsword's question. Arjit, uh, have you ever thought about using clubs? Paladins do have the highest club skill out of any uh, class in the game, but uh, in terms of damage, uh, I really only use a club just to fool around with because you can do so much more damage with either a definitely a sword since paladins get A plus in that mm-hmm. or with a staff. And I've actually been in a party where um, I can't remember which weapon skill it is, but either Moonlight or Starlight, the one that gives uh, MP back to everyone. Right, yeah. Even at 300% TP, it doesn't give much. It probably gives around 20 to 30 MP back. Yeah. And you would actually get a lot more use out of Spirit Taker, which is a staff weapon skill that does the same thing, except only to yourself. I've heard that that one gives, like, around 100 MP or so each time you use it. Yeah. So, like I said, uh, clubs really just mostly to mess around with. Like, I'd think about skilling that up 
just to cap it around, if to you, mess around and if stuff. If you had nothing better to do. Pretty much. <laughs> right, yeah. If you were taking a Bones party, maybe. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that but, that's that's the other thing. Yeah, but Bones burn parties aren't really done much anymore now yeah, that right. Argon's out. Right, yeah. because those were fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course, uh, Priest talking about uh, Bone parties down in KRT in the last episode, and uh, yeah, uh, I never got to participate in one of those, and uh, that's, a, that's a little disappointing. And uh, and lastly, I uh, just wanted to say thanks to uh, to Frice and uh, and everyone uh, running those Limit Break Radio conference calls. I, I know that I uh, since that message was taped, I've been able to join them uh, once, and uh, and it's a blast. So uh, you can uh, you can find out more information about that at our site www.limitbreakradio.com. I think that there's a uh, there's a thread in the uh, you know in the general portion of the board where uh, you can find more information on uh, what times they're doing that. So, uh, but I think they've been running that pretty close to, to every day. So uh, make sure to uh, check that out. I think that's it for this week. Uh, make sure to, of course, check out our website, www.limitbreakradio.com, for all our latest news and uh, for any happenings going on with us, new shows, new comics, uh, you know, luck of the shade, uh, any anything that has to do with Limit Break Radio, you'll find out at limitbreakradio.com. Wallpapers, wallpapers, yeah, stories. Oh yeah, you ask for it, we've got it. All kinds of stuff. So uh, I, I think that uh, I think that just about wraps it up for this week. I'm Nero. Keep listening. And I'm Kyle. And Honor Amongst Thieves is back to being updated every Wednesday. I'm Sale, getting all that paperwork back in order. And I'm Argila. I'm still doing those besieges. Thank you, Tiger Fury, for uh, for coming on the show today. Uh, it was a real, real great pleasure having you. Finally, able to talk Summoner, and now you know I, I know much more and have a much greater amount of respect for all Summoners, Vana DL wide. I appreciate you having me. I had a good time. Thank you very, very much. I know I didn't say very much, but I had other things on my mind. <laughs> like, uh, like somebody's in trouble. Uh oh. Thank you, Tiger Fury. It was great having you. It was a lot of fun. Um, But we can do it again sometime. Fantasy Tetramaster and Vanadilla registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Plan Line are trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.